Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's up? This your boy, Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unk, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. T-I-K-A dot com. It's Tuesday, December 8th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. We have two vaccine candidates that are on their way very soon to be approved by the FDA for distribution. But while those may begin being administered shortly, the long haul of vaccine results is just beginning. We have another candidate from AstraZeneca that has released preliminary findings with some promising and confusing results, as well as other trials underway. Sarah Zhang, staff writer at The Atlantic, joins us for more. Thanks for joining us, Sarah. Hey, thanks for having me. Wanted to focus a little bit more on some vaccine news. This story has a little more to do with the AstraZeneca vaccine candidate. You wrote an article about how we're going to be seeing a lot of different vaccine results, and this is just the beginning. Obviously, we have the Pfizer vaccine candidate, the Moderna vaccine candidate. Very good news, over 94% effective against coronavirus, but we're going to need a lot more than just those two vaccines to vaccinate the United States and beyond that, the entire world. So AstraZeneca had some pretty good results too, but as you wrote in your article, there's a lot of confusing things around it. So we're going to be seeing more news out of them, other vaccine candidates. This is kind of just the beginning from it. But walk us through some of the news that we found out from AstraZeneca. There was different effectiveness rates based on dosing. There's a lot of confusing things that went on with it. So when AstraZeneca announced the results, it kind of put out two different numbers. One is that their vaccine is kind of two shots. So everyone who got two full shots, that was 62% effective. And then sort of interestingly, people who got half of a first shot or a half dose first shot and a full dose second shot, that seemed to be 90% effective. So this kind of seems a little bit strange at first, right? Like why is less vaccine more effective? And we don't really know, but one of the things that kind of later kind of came out very quickly after these confusing results is that actually this half-dose shot, it was a mistake. It was because the company that was manufacturing the vaccine was just literally literally a manufacturing mistake. There was less vaccine in the vial than they thought. So in some ways, maybe it is a fortuitous mistake that less vaccine is just as effective or maybe more effective. But that's actually one of the other kind of remaining questions. 
questions is that it seems to have this 90% number seems to have been based on a really small number of events. So we don't actually know if it's real or a statistical fluke, or maybe we do know that the people who got the half dose tended to be on the younger side. So at this point, we just don't really know how to interpret these results yet. Yeah, I mean, it could have been an honest mistake that could have been the best thing for them or, or realizing how that vaccine particularly will work. As I mentioned, you know, we have the two leading candidates, Pfizer and Moderna. Those are mRNA vaccines. This vaccine, the AstraZeneca vaccine, is different. It's a vector vaccine, and it uses something called an adenovirus. Can you explain that a little bit? So adenovirus is one of the viruses that causes common colds. So basically what Oxford scientists in this case is they took an adenovirus that normally infects chimpanzees. And the reason you want to take a chimpanzee virus is that we all sort of have a little bit of immunity to human adenoviruses. So in order to like kind of get something new to the immune system, you have to go find a chimpanzee adenovirus. And so what they do is they take basically the genetic coding for the spike protein of the coronavirus that causes COVID-19, take that bit of coronavirus protein coding and put that inside the adenovirus vector. So it's kind of like you're almost like using the cold virus as like a Trojan horse to get this little piece of spike protein from the coronavirus inside cells. So this actually kind of gives us maybe a little bit of a clue of why less vaccines might be better. Though again, we don't really know <laughs> if less right. vaccines are actually better in this case. But one of the things that can happen with this specific type of vaccine is that your immune system can also learn to recognize that adenovirus vector, that cold virus, and kind of start attacking that instead of just mounting response against the coronavirus protein. So it could be that if you just give a little bit less of that, you kind of thread the needle to kind of give the immune system just enough boost, but not so much that it starts reacting to the vector, the denovirus, but scientists are kind of interested in figuring that out. Yeah, and we're going to have to wait for the trial to continue, probably with this adjusted dosing model to see if that actually works and if the efficiency rate will hold up there. So it'll take a little more time for that to come through. One of the other big things with all of this is transparency. You know, there's a lot of reluctance on the part of Americans to take these vaccines in the first place. They felt like things were being rushed, all that. These clinical trials are being done in the best way possible. So people should be confident in their results once they're finally done. But the transparency part of it is also an issue. They didn't come out right away and say this was a, an error, a dosing error, a manufacturing error and all that. It took a little bit of time after the results started coming out that we started realizing all of this. And this is going to be the theme going on for this vaccine candidate and others. The transparency issue is going to be something that's very important. For sure. And I will say to give credit where credit's due, I think Pfizer and Moderna actually did do a pretty good job with transparency. They released, this is kind of unprecedented, but, you know, we're in precedented times, they actually released their trial protocols, which kind of let us know, you know, exactly when they're going to look at the data, how many cases and what they're looking for. And so when they released their results, it was exactly what they told us they were going to do. And it was all quite clear. It had enough detail that I think scientists felt quite confident in this 94, 95% efficacy number. I think AstraZeneca also had released trial protocols for their trial in the U.S. But in this particular announcement, the data actually came from the U.K. and Brazil. And those protocols are also available, at least the U.K. one. But it was, they were just, the data was just kind of combined in the way that was confusing. And as you say, they didn't tell us the half dose was initially a mistake, nor did they specify that, you know, the people who got the half dose was the full dose. But, you know, they were on the whole younger. So if all this had kind of just kind of come out, right, this is like a, a mistake is sort of you don't want to happen, right? And like 
you know, you might argue that in such a case, you should really you know, strive for radical transparency. And in this case, they did not do that. And right. there's only kind of later reporting that started to clarify what actually happened. Well, it's going to be interesting to see we're on track to approve two vaccines very soon. But AstraZeneca and other candidates are still going through their trials. So we're going to see more news like this. And sometimes it will be good. Sometimes it'll be bad. There might be a bunch of candidates that drop out because it's just not meeting the standards that they need to. But we're still kind of at the beginning of this with all these vaccines. So we're, yeah. we're going to still be hearing a lot about it. Sarah Zhang. Yeah, those, yeah, those will be a lot of vaccine news to come. Right. Sarah Zhang, staff writer at The Atlantic. Thank you very much for joining us. All right. Thank you. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.